The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I can't find it. <laughs> it's not finished anyway. So it we're, matter. Uh, we're it jumping matter. around. Whatever. We're doing it live, baby. Wow. <laughs> hey. Each week we just have a new <laughs> intro. We should have just did the Scottish National Anthem. That's what we should have fucking done. Hey. Okay. And then Alex thinks that I turned his mic down because I'm so disappointed that Alex didn't have our new intro working. And guess what? It's not even finished, guys. (laughs) Who cares? No one's here for the intros. But speaking of intros, we have Paul all the way from Scotland, all the way from across the pond. What's going on, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. First international, I guess we've had guys from the States, but first... uh, Content, uh, intercontinental yeah. guest, if that makes yeah. sense. So give us some yeah. backstory. Give us some backstory. What do you do with the Cowboys? Uh, how did you become a Cowboy fan? We get asked this all the fucking time because we're from Canada. Yeah. People are like, how did you become a Cowboys fan? This is my turn to ask you. <laughs> how did you, in fact, become a Cowboys fan? Emmett Smith, we're back in the 90s. So back in the UK, we had, we've got a TV station called Channel 4, and uh, they used to show the NFL game highlights late at night. And when I was like 10 years old, I always stayed up. And obviously the Cowboys during the 90s were the team to root for. So, and obviously Emmett Smith always stuck out in my mind because he was just like, he's the goat, he's the goat. So, um, so since then, I've just always been a big Cowboys supporter. And obviously with, in Europe, there was the NFL Europe mm. um, faction with the Scottish Claymores, London Monarchs, Barcelona Dragons. So I kind of got into American football through that way as well. But always had my American team, which was always the Dallas Cowboys. And up till now, I've been doing work for the UK Cowboys fans. And I'm also just uh, got signed up to a now employed by bloggingtheboys.com. So now doing the World's Team podcast every Saturday. That's Dude, epic, man. I, I'm sorry. I have to ask what was, was, was channel four or was <laughs> channel four on channel four? That's what I was going to Yeah. Ask. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Channel four now on yeah. channel five. <laughs> <laughs> channel five's being moved to <laughs> cable. I know. I know they could have come up with some much more better name for the channel. So now we're just at the channel four. You know? Yeah. They're like, shit. Oh shit. Did we not register the name? Oh, we got a minute. The, the before the uh, name office closed, we'll just fucking put. Yeah, no, no. So blogging the boy. So blogging the boys. So you have a separate uh, or like a spinoff kind of podcast. It's the world's yeah. world's team podcast, correct? Yeah. So yeah. you do that. So, do you do that with a couple other guys from the the UK, or how's that go? So me and my co-host Meg Murray. So she does the girls talking boys with Kelsey Charles on Thursdays, and I work with Meg on Saturdays. So we just kind of like just talk about what's been going on with the Cowboys and stuff like that. We did a big massive segment when it comes to the NFL international series, which we were kind of hoping that the Cowboys would have came to London this year. And I had this whole what you call it a conspiracy theory, thinking it would have been the Cowboys this year based on logic, based on what Roger Goodell was saying, how the whole system works. But no, it turns out it's just NFL was just talking crap. I was, much. I was totally hoping like 
I was actually, we had talked about it because we're planning on going to a couple games this year. We were really hoping that London was going to uh, have the Cowboys because we were going to make oh. the trip across because that would be such an epic trick trip. I, I will I will guarantee you, though, is the home game for the Cowboys when they do host an international game of that extra game of season will be in Mexico, whether it be... 100%. Whether it be in two years' time or four years' time because it's... it's the host te- host nation teams is always going to be either AFC or NFC teams, so they swap it every year. So obviously this year has been NFC teams, so next year is going to be AFC teams. Yeah, that's yeah, man. Mexico would be sweet, and they're kind of Mexico is now kind of becoming the, like you said, the Cowboys' second home. It seems like they're trying to yeah. kind yeah. of go spe- with exactly, and especially with the whole and and uh, NFL international marketing agreement. Uh, Mexico has been designated with the Cowboys and obviously London's got Jacksonville and stuff like that and some Lucky other them. countries like <laughs> <laughs> I know right it's just it's just terrible <laughs> I feel bad yeah <laughs> I mean for all trying to get people to get on board with football and it, and it must be working but it's like let's send our shittiest fucking <laughs> let's send the shittiest product over and see what happens yeah. okay, before before we, get them before we dive in anything else anyone listening all of our socials yes. are at cowboys can fan everything we have tiktok instagram youtube uh website. twitter website it's all at Cowboys Can Fan. If you've been here before, you know that. We're not going to go into that too much. Minus an OnlyFans. We if don't you have can't, our OnlyFans account. Yeah. Well, that's just under our own names. If you can't find, if you can't find. Show Cow- them these. Show them these. Yeah, the, <laughs> show them these legs. There it is. Look at that fucking calf. Whoa, that's a great looking calf. Is that a fucking dinosaur? That's a, sneak, dinosaur's that's a leg? sneak peek there, boys. Oh, sneak damn. peek. That wasn't my leg. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! And you have to join the video podcast to see this exclusive hot action or the Patreon. Okay, so we so we got a shit ton of cowboy stuff to go oh. over. The training camp is in full fledged. Uh, it, it's going. We got padded practices going. A uh, lot of drama going. A lot of people put a little bit too much into these practices. And we actually had a guy with boots on the ground, Eric Serrato. Don't know if he's in the chat right now. Not yet. I but he uh, he was down there earlier in the week, and he was kind enough to send us some pictures. And we're just going to kind of quickly go through these. Eric was boots on the ground. He, We asked him to send us some pics. We couldn't be there. We really, 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 really wanted to be there. Unfortunately, he didn't get to make it. Eric, what a good-looking dude having a great time. Hey, uh, Paul, have you ever been to the training camp by any chance? No, I've never been to California, unfortunately. I've been to like most parts. Like so, last year I've been to like some Kansas City for the game, New Orleans for the game. Uh, that was the only two away games I've been to. But all the other games have always been at AT and T. AT and T is a beautiful stadium. I really uh, would love to go to I'll, KC too, though. Yeah, yeah. I I'll give Kansas City some credit though. They are loud for an open top stadium. It's the loudest stadium I've ever been to. Even through soccer games, like mm. hands down, they were loud, and I was like, you know what? Fair play, fair play. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's the thing: we we don't have a reason yet to like directly hate Kansas, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, yeah. Not, yeah, we don't have a direct reason, but we do got our boy boots on the ground. Uh, Eric Serrato is uh, in the chat right now. Hey, hey, AJ, you got to play this video. This is fucking. This is epic. Yeah. So. Uh, this was at the training camp. This is at this training last camp. Week. Yep. We don't got uh, sound. We don't got sound. AJ, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did you embarrass yourself, you embarrassed us in front of Paul. Talks on training camp. And uh, 
the wonderful people working the standing. I got a little message for you guys. Welcome if you got him, son. And then they just dump the beers. What the hell is that? That that is that is such an epic video. And also, he's wearing that new, nice new Cowboys hat, looking crisp. Looking that is amazing. looking. Oh, he is too. Look at that. Oh yeah. The beer gardens at oh, Eric training camp and. Uh, the wonderful people working. I just want to get. I want to get a. I want to get a camp. side cat. Look at that. There it is. That is. We were just talking about that before yeah. we went live. We were looking at the. I don't know NFL.com or NFL shop, and uh, Paul Paul said he had just ordered that hat, and we were all kind of looking at bucket hats to get. So this is also kind of funny. Here, take our money, Jerry. <laughs> Thanks a lot, yeah. Jerry. I hope there's nothing sensitive it's, on this. I don't know. Like, so it just it just goes to progress. But this is our. Uh, this is our bro. Eric just airdropping, <laughs> airdropping can fan a picture of can fan to everybody, to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's we, how you get shit done. We appreciate the the boots to the ground, Eric, because we weren't able to be there. Some dudes like think like uh, thinking his girls like chatting with another guy. It's just our fucking stupid mugs. <laughs> your fucking podcast host now. Uh, what, what, you, what, you're you're jumping on some sort of podcast host dick. Oh oh. I mean, look, should we just keep going through these videos or do we want to jump? I think we just jump into some, with some training camp conversation. Yep. Uh, I want to ask, in. I want to ask Paul, uh, what he, what his biggest concern going into training camp was and who he was most excited to and, see. And, going and I'll, into I'll just play camp. some videos. Yeah. You can just have you know, a background some, without some sound, background. just some background stuff going on, but that's kind of what I want to know. I know there's a lot of storylines going, but it's, it's always fun to hear another perspective of someone that's a diehard Cowboys fan. So, yeah. I mean, I think my, my deepest concern was originally when we first drafted, obviously, Tyler Smith, like, who played the majority of his career at tackle, now playing in the guard position. And my biggest concern, we, we no guarantee Ty, uh, Tyron Smith is not going to play 17 games this year. He's not. Yep. Let's, be, let's be honest. As much as I love the guy and when he's on the field, he's legit, but he can never stay healthy. So my concern is, is like, is... Tyler Smith going to be that guy to fit fit that void, especially with the promise we had last season with the interior of our offensive line. When you're going up against like how the the Sheedles have just drafted with Jordan Davis getting drafted, it kind of raises that eyebrow. So that was my first concern. I'm not so much worried about it now, but my main worry now is obviously wide receiver. That's yep. thing that. So, but from what I'm seeing right now. All the guys like uh, uh, Dennis Houston, Noah Brown, they are making some plays out there. So I'm very intrigued to see how things are going to progress throughout training camp. Not to mention TJ Vasher, who had a really great start at camp with that one-handed catch against um, a... I think it was on Joseph. Yeah, yeah it was on it was on Boss, yeah, Kevin, yeah. Boss, Boss Man, man fat. fat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Boss Man not so fat, am I right? No. Am oh. I right? Uh, I yeah. when we were down in Vegas and and they drafted Tyler Smith, uh Adam has a shot of me and I'm like basically like who? Who did we just draft? Like I didn't really know much about the guy because we had we had our hearts set on so many different players and like a couple tackles and guards, and once they were gone, I had no clue. Who Tyler Smith was, to be honest. I'll tell you, my top guy, and believe it or not, was Cole Strange. And he ended I, I got laughed at for that. And look who he got drafted by exactly. the Patriots in the first round. Yeah. I was like, if we can get Cole Strange in the second round, I would have been screaming for the joy of heavens, like how we got Neville Gallimore in the third round. Like I like I love Neville Gallimore. Canadian he is boy. My guy. Oh, absolutely. Canadian absolutely. kid. 
Wouldn't call him a kid. The guy's a fucking house. The guy is, <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> but I've never say, hey, kid, what's up? I got steamrolled. Uh, what did you think about our second overall pick, uh, Sam Williams? So I'm on the fence. So I'm on the fence. At least. So with the Jalen Tolbert pick after that, it kind of balances it out a little bit because I would see if you were to say, get Jalen Tol- uh, uh, Tolbert in the second round, Sam Williams in the third, I would have been really happy about it. But Chris, it was the other way about, about because I didn't think Sam Williams would have been so high up in the second round. But I, I think it's more down to Dan Quinn and Jerry having such a soft spot for the guy, I think, personally. But I'm one of these type of fans that are like, prove me wrong and I'll eat some humble pie. Like, yeah. I love to be I love to be proven wrong about anybody. Because who are we to judge, really? Because we're fans yeah. in the day and... If we, if as fans can get shut the hell up, then we're the players. The players are doing their job properly, you know. So, well, I've been a firm believer that, uh, like you kind of just said, the amount of time that like Dan Quinn, like you had mentioned, watches film on these guys, and then actually has the personal workouts with these guys. Who the hell am I? Who's done? <laughs> 20 minutes of study on a video? guy yeah. and my study is a YouTube mashed video with rap music on it. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't like, I, I trust and I do trust our front office. They do a lot of fucked up shit with other stuff, but in the last 10 years, they've been pretty decent with acquiring talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially with the core fundamentals, like offensive line. Like, so, and this is where I am. I'm not. So when it comes to Tyler Smith, again, like going back to our first round draft pick, I trust the process because they, if the Cowboys have him right tire, then cool. Because no one had Travis Fedrick in their exactly. mindset all those years ago. We're like, who? What? We we passed by Johnny Manziel and look what happened to him. So, um, no, sorry, that was the year after. That was Zach Martin. Yeah, Zach Martin. Sorry, yep. My, yeah, my 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 apologies, but um, but you get the idea. It's like whenever we draft high in offensive line, it seems to be always kind of worked out. Maybe not so much on Connor Williams, but yeah, he was kind else? of a mess. This, that, that brings back memories of like when that, cause I, you guys were at the draft. I was overseas, uh, uh, doing my stint for the uh, Canadian forces. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just fucking drinking booze. And <laughs> yeah, not, not doing any correspondence stuff. For yeah. What, what, because what Thai people do? don't, they don't even know what that would have been. The funny NFL thing. is that would have been the whole shtick. <laughs> that, that was the, comedy anyway sorry to- okay well look it's pat i have to go back now and get that for us okay but i can't remember what my fucking point was going to be here just make it just um make a point. just make a point claire what were we what were we just you guys derailed me i'm sorry well I'm sorry. i i thought my goal is to always derail you every single podcast uh stephen white says that he is the one to he is going to judge people you know i know Paul oh, said he's not to that, judge but that's stephen what- white in the chat saying He's here to judge. Steven, thank you so much. You 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 re you rekindled my memory here. What I wanted to say was I'm on the same boat with you. Like I have a, a strong opinion that I'm like, this guy just sucks or this guy is great. Obviously, for the Cowboys, if I say something negative, I I don't want that to happen. And I found like in the chat from the draft, um, my the, the, I was on a Twitter cha- a Twitter ju- group chat with other Cowboys fans during the uh, draft, and I felt that, like, um, there was almost, like, ho- like they wanted... N'Kobe Dean didn't get drafted, so they were like, we want this guy to fail. Yeah, that's and they up. were just trying to find, like, ways to say that this was the shittiest draft pick ever. But when you look at the history of the Cowboys... Cowboys fans. 
Well, that too, but like I'm saying that, that it's like, okay, I don't know anything about this dude. They they drafted an O-line, but um, I look at their history. I'm like, well, you got to either you fucking trust the team that you have or all the all the picks are just like, we don't really know. We're taking a fucking flyer on this guy. So. Well, Paul probably deals with this. You yeah. deal with other Cowboys fans from around the, the world. Um, yeah. I can I can wholeheartedly see why other fan bases absolutely fucking can't stand us because sometimes oh, I have yeah. a hard time talking to other Cowboys fans because they're just so set in their ways that they don't want to even argue with any type of reason. They just want to take their opinion and that's that's it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and you, I imagine you deal with the same issues as as I do with talking to Cowboys fans. You're just sometimes like, oh my god, I can see why people hate us. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's, I think the funniest story has ever happened to me. I got uh, into an argument with a Browns fan before in Scotland. And I'm like, uh, how the hell did you become a Browns fan? <laughs> it's like, you have no right to argue with me by looking at your general manager, your whole franchise. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Crack uh, me if you got him. Oh, Crack. let me get one of those in here. Crack me if you got him, son. Okay, Let's go. Ooh. Okay, so a couple yeah, things. Would, oh, here we, here we go. Oh, coming in high with that. Crack him if you got him, Scott. Oh, my God, that's actually good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So a couple things in the chat that we got going on right now. Uh, Stephen White saying he likes everything but not happy with our kicker situation. So that's something we got to talk about. Yes, we need to talk about. Troy Dudley's popping in. He's saying Fassel needs to go. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Is there one more? No, no, well, one there's, more? there's other stuff going yeah. on. In the okay, chat. well, I'm going to let Paul lead out with this because you were you brought up before we got on air that you wanted to talk about the kicking situation. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, and then I'll kind of touch base on Fossil. Yeah. So hallelujah, as you guys have been calling him. So I am definitely on board because I cannot pronounce his name, especially with my bloody tongue twisting accent. It sounds, it sounds like a car crash. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just been such an inconsistent. I, I would have thought going to this camp, we would have thought, you know what, we could have some stability moving away from like a, a red delay because he was inconsistent last year. Hopefully, kind of bring. But I'm just, I'm just so frustrated how one day we were going for four for four, three for three, the next day it's like complete polar opposite. You're just like, what the hell? And and when I was watching it on the Cowboys live stream. Uh, you actually see uh, Mikey Spagnola making comments while the kicks were going off, saying, "Well, that was hell of a wide. That was terrible." Like just actually making off the cuff comments during live broadcast. The kicks have been absolutely <laughs> awful. So I saw the funniest um, tweet. I saw the funniest tweet about that. I don't know who it was, and I, I would give credit uh, where credit's due, but I can't remember what it was. Someone just wrote, after watching the kickers today in practice, I kind of wish we had Greg the leg back. <laughs> so that's that's how dire it is. Like I, I do not like that. That's Here's, how dire I, that I, is. I, I didn't like it. It could be worse. It could be Brett Maher. Yeah, exactly. True. Here's the thing with kicking, man, is it's the most unsexy position. You're probably, out of all groups of, of um, like, within a team, like all, all groups, you're pretty much by yourself. Yep. You have so much impact on the game with your. Think about how many games are lost by like six points or something or less, and like two kicks were missed. You know, it's it's a very unforgiving position, and you don't get any praise. <laughs> well, maybe I mean, when you the, kick the winning. Well, take the Raiders game last year for Thanksgiving. It we was were there live. The, uh, I was there live. It was all pretty much all whoa, down whoa. to. We were all there. We, we were there live. We were all we were there, there live. 
Yeah, yeah. we were there. Oh man! Yeah, we were da- we were da- we were down in uh, at the Raiders game, but you're right. Well, we were up. Yeah, well, yeah, we were there, but we, were we weren't high up. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> we were somewhere. We were so high up, we could have been in a fucking helicopter. We were like at the back of the arena, but uh, hey, it was great. It was by by end of the game, I was absolutely horse shit faced at my at my nuts. So I was, I was just that pissed. I was so annoyed. It's like how how many field goals do we need to give away here? Oh man, no. and not even that. The Tampa game, the Tampa game week one, uh, we had Tom yeah. Brady and uh, the whole team. We had the the Bucks beat basically, but Greg could not hit a kick for the life of him. Couldn't hit an extra point. Couldn't hit a kick. It's like that needs to be the one part of your game that has to be bang on, right? Like. Yeah. Has to be bang on. Okay, so let's take a moment here because uh, Eric Serato uh, asked yes, us I if, asked us if we saw this video. Can here. we give some backstory? Yeah, so go ahead and give so some, give, give some, some backstory. backstory for this video. Uh, I made a meme about Dalton Schultz being a little crybaby. I don't know, a couple months oh. ago, and he 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 blocked us. And I on we, both on on Instagram. I I, I, I heard about that. He blocked honestly. us on Instagram. <laughs> he blocked us on Instagram and uh, Twitter. So our our guy on the ground, Eric Serato. <laughs> He so I, I need to, I, so I need to be careful what I say. Yeah, you I don't. don't want, I, you don't have to say I, nothing. Hey, we yeah. we we love Schultz. Oh yeah, love go look yeah. at our I, history. I, I, I love I've yeah. I love the show, but I think I think sometimes some players just take it too much to oh, heart. You know, it, 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 this is like when you're we have uh, seven thousand followers. Why do you hear what we say, dude? <laughs> yeah, uh, this yeah. is this is where they say like sometimes you just don't want to meet your superheroes because he they might, might punch you. They, they might dis- or you might punch them. <laughs> Or they might disappoint you, but this is uh, what our uh, our man Eric Serato said. Hey Schultzy, how you doing? Why'd you block my guys on camp fan? <laughs> and he does, and he doesn't answer. He has no answer. He blocked out in real life. I would like to see Dalton Schultz. I don't hate Dalton Schultz. No. I hope he has a great season. I made a meme because I I, made, I have a meme account. And when yeah. a guy's mad about making millions of dollars on a franchise tag, I'm going to be a fan. I'm going to call it how I see it. Like He's he's playing for $10.6 million Wait, this year. Yeah, it's, What's to bitch about? It's also, we, we never, I don't think that we called him a loser or anything like that. It was I, literally just about the money. And we should shut the fuck up about other people's money, but this is what it is being a fan. We have to talk in the offseason. <laughs> well, yeah, when, yeah. You're, when it's the Sahara Desert for information out there, you just got to latch onto anything. And guess what? Sometimes you uh, piss off your heroes and, and they block you on the <laughs> on Twitter and IG. Yeah. Again, I think this. I think all the hate is going towards the wrong people. It should be going towards Jerry and Stephen on this one because they had every opportunity to sign him early on. If it wasn't for the whole Randy Gregory situation, yep. Then David and Joku for Cleveland somehow got that big massive contract. Oh my god! Right, right? That just set the bar for everything. Now you're like, uh, and Dol was like, wait, hold on a minute here. I've done more production than this guy, mm. so. I yeah. want more than him. Well, absolutely. And, and you know what? And, 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 yeah, absolutely. And we talked about that too. Like Jerry, Jerry and Steven are fucking terrible at signing players before the market set. It's like they're they're scared to overpay and then the market gets set at way higher than they were going to pay originally and now they're going to either retain him next year or pay him a boatload more than they were going to. Um, prime, prime ex, a prime example, sorry man, prime example right, is Ezekiel Elliott. See if it wasn't for Todd Dudley. 
getting that contract for, because he is half, he's more, he's like more injury prone. He's only had one good proper season over a thousand yards. And Zeke's like, wait, hold on a minute. I'm less injury prone. In fact, I'm hardly ever, well, I'm injured, but I still play. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm still consistent getting those yards and scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns. I was like, show me, I, I deserve more money than that. That's not on Zeke's fault. That's, that's, that's on Jerry's fault for not pulling the trigger early on when he should have. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. There, that that, that um, situation with, um, uh, uh, Dak was similar. It's very similar, but it kind of paid off now that we're seeing what is coming. But I mean, I think everyone yeah. expected that, which is what everyone uh, had kind of said. Like they Dak, they could have signed Dak for probably somewhere in the ra- uh, region f- of like f- 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 thirty five. Yeah, thirty five, like between thirty two and thirty five million. They didn't. They signed him for forty three million a year. Everyone goes nuts. But now you start looking at these. Absolutely, yeah. Like, Jackson, Mahomes, like almost going to end up bankrupt. Yeah, Put it that way, just on one player. <laughs> well, this is it's it's such a fucking um. We we my perspective is it's just percentage of of uh salary salary cap. cap. So if yeah. that percentage is fifty million, then that's totally fine. The quarterback's so important, that, but. You know, it, it comes down to um, also looking at the way that Tom Brady structures his deals. And I have no idea why teams don't do it this way. There must be a reason. But, like, how Tom Brady can be $1 million on the books but still getting paid $20, he's 20 already 25 a multi, million. He's already a multi-millionaire. It's all teams to be off-team off, off uh, endorsements more right. than anything. He yeah. doesn't give a shit about... The the twenty million or pay me in 30. Bitcoin, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto. Um, Stephen White saying it's one thing to pay a lot for a year and another to pay a lot per year for five years. They're not sold on that. I'm not either. Schultz rocks, but as a cornerstone for years? Question mark. Mm. He's young. He is young. Yeah. I, what my th- my biggest concern with tight end paying a tight end is Dak has always been. Well, I mean, he had we had Jason Witten with Dak, so that's hard. It's hard to base it off of. I don't want to break the bank for a tight end position, especially. One that doesn't block very well. Jason Witten, I would would have paid for him in his later years just based on his blocking. Block. Yeah, uh, um, absolutely. So uh, Eric Serrato is going there tomorrow, so he wants questions from us that we can send him uh, to ask. He said he's going to dig into Schultz a little bit. He just didn't want to get kicked. To, kicked tell him to, that we love out. him. Tell, tell Schultz that CanFan loves him. We do love him, and we want him back. We want We're him gonna, back. We want him. We, we don't want him thinking about his fans when he's catching touchdowns. We and call him, him by his bit. fucking handle. Call him Bingham, Bingham Bomber 9. <laughs> Bingham uh, Bomber 9, please. <laughs> uh, okay, we got another qu- I got a question from Bryson, of, uh, our boy Bryson from Carving It Up uh, podcast. What's y'all's thought on the offensive line getting cooked yesterday? I have a feeling Dak could get the Joe Burrow treatment for defensive lines. Oof. Grimacing face. What do you think about that, Paul? Yeah, it was a bit of a concern. Like, D-Law mm-hmm. is looking pretty good. And, like, I'm a defensive lineman myself. I, I played both sides of the ball back in the UK like, a couple of years ago. I'm now long retired, but it's a... I'm genuinely concerned like, if, if one of our starters does get carted mm-hmm. off whoever the next person is going to be. It seems to be the same scenario every year right now. It's like we do have our set standard of our f- f- offensive linemen as our starters, but if one of them goes down, it just seems to be just... Is that... Just falls apart. Is this a unique thing? Not unique, but is this something that the Cowboys have an issue with um, consistently, or is it something that the NFL teams have NFL. It's, it is an NFL problem. Uh, to Tackles, like swing tackle, is a very coveted position. Sure, they might not start, but if you don't have a swing tackle to come in, if your left or right tackles go down, the whole reason there's a position called swing tackle is because left and right tackles do go down. And if you don't have someone to replace them, you're pretty much fucked. 
You go back to 2020 when we had Andy Dalton. I, I, I'm a firm believer still when Andy Dalton, if he would have been in with our full offensive line, we would have been, been we would have been okay. The issue was our yeah. whole offensive line got just just mm. smoked. Like they were all out. So it, it's a thing that happens in the NFL. And that's another part of winning the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is usually won by the most talented team, but it's also won by the team that stays healthy. Right? Every NFL team's health or is is awesome or very good. It's who stays healthy and can keep their starters on. In my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answered your question, Alex, but that's my answer. Does this answer answer your question? Oh, God. I felt so bad for Andy Dalton when that happened. When Andy Dalton got taken out and no one went to defend him. No. Wait, wait, wait. So I lost my shit over this, right? It was brutal. If I was in that offensive line, I would be getting into a fight right now. Oh, definitely. That's a fight fight situation. that is a fight situation. If I saw my quarterback down in the ground, absolute KO'd, I'm uh, like, I, I would actually, I'd be like, square and go. Like, you're you're I, down I twenty-two to three. That is the time to get kicked out of a game. You make yeah. a statement. Look at this headshot. Like, oh, hang on, yeah, hang switch on. that up here. You gotta let me know when you're playing it. Go Sorry. back. I, I I just found it. Oh. oh, how the fuck were they? Like that guy should have been steamrolled. That guy should have been steamrolled. Doesn't even have to be I, an offensive lineman. Uh, a running back could have went at him. Anyone, Amari Cooper could have went at the guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who the center was. I don't know if it was Bayadish or it was Joe Lo, Joe Looney at the time. But they just stood there, just shrugged their shoulders. Yeah. Like, okay. Right. Whatever. So um, fucked uh, up, dude. I was like, that's your quarterback. Stand yeah. up oh. and actually take, and take responsibility. I'm trying to find the. That took I'm trying a to find years them off standing around. That took a couple years off his well, life. We all saw it. We don't need we to. We all saw uh, it. Ultra Cowboys saying that would not happen with Tyler Smith. Tyler oh, Smith would be right in there. Be best rest assured. Tyler Smith Tyler would Smith be right be, in there. If, if there's one thing I do like about Tyler, he's got dog mentality. Yep. This is, this is a, a, a something that I'm, I'm glad you brought up is is there's a couple new players on the team. I'll just say uh, Ridgeway. Ridgeway is the other guy. Yep. Big GR. Yeah. Big GR. They come. They're, they're, Vanilla they're, Gorilla. They seem na- like we, we got some nasty players. And I, I don't know. That might. That's a couple years ago. But I, it felt like, it, especially in the uh, 49ers game, not to like uh, rip open a bad a, a scab. So first, here. we got to watch Andy Dalton get killed. And now you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, to just... bring up that playoff loss. Crack hey, him they, if you got him. Crack son. him if you got him. But I mean, to say the. Um, there was like a missing, like. Uh, meanness or toughness it, it kind yeah. of like there's a you lot of be, skill you want to be fucking angry i want the guy i don't i don't ever want to tell my players to do this but i want the guy who's going to fucking stick his thumb in a person's eye when and it's all situational right like <laughs> well this is the issue like last year randy gregory would t- kind of do some stuff but he did it at the wrong time yes yes like yeah. there's timing to do stuff and then there's like there's good penalties there's, and there's bad 100 percent. there's good penalties yeah. and bad penalties a good penalty your quarterback gets knocked out in a 20, 22-3 game. Easy. Take that this. is a, I don't even give a fuck. Get taken out of that game. You yeah. ear hole that motherfucker. Like that, we've or, talked about this lots, and I'm getting sweaty right now talking about it. <laughs> uh, but that is like, that is an instant ejection if and, I'm on that team. And, yeah. so or, or, or even if your wide receiver gets Antonio Brown, that's a nice situation you want to come in and actually defend. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yep. Uh, and I don't know, there's this guy... In our chat, Ultra Cowboy. He has a Broncos uh, avatar logo, but his name's Ultra Cowboy. And Maybe then, he's an actual cowboy. You know what? Oh, <laughs> hey. did I just Adam. did I just break the goddamn puzzle? So there's some debates. <laughs> there's some debate going on. He keeps he's saying the O line is fine. Go listen to Nate Newton yesterday. And then he also said, listen to Zach Martin's interview yesterday and how he talked about the DQ defense. 
Uh, don't know if we have that. Or Ultra Cowboy, we do not have time to listen to a full <laughs> podcast on our podcast. So give us the fucking uh, deets. G- give but, us, give but, us the notes. Yeah, like, give, give us the notes. Cliff notes, bro. <laughs> and guess what? We'll talk about it like we fucking listen to the podcast. Okay. But, I do. This is the thing, though. With that, with saying the D line beating up on our O line, maybe the D line's just playing that well, right? Like, yeah, but, well, don't forget as well. We don't know what percentage of the. The defensive line are playing at if they're playing at fifty percent capacity or seventy percent or hundred. There's no way they're going to be playing a hundred percent because you obviously can't hit the quarterback. So mm. we don't really necessarily know. The only time we will well get to notice the big difference is game one of preseason. I can't wait. I well, can't actually. That's a good. That's I, a pretty good wait. segue. Well, yeah. Just before before uh, JJ saying go back and look what I what he said. So he said can't lie though, guys. But as bad as the line looks, Dak is still looking good back there, guys. Like. Guys like a guy that could possibly carry this year. Look what he's doing with Dennis Houston. Fire, so that's, fire, that's fire, Okay, fire. that's a couple things I'd like to talk about. I'd like to talk about, still, I'd like to talk about our young wide receivers. I'd like to talk, to talk about Diggs getting burned. I'd like to talk about the Denver game, obviously, preseason week one. And then I had one last one, but I rallied off two off the top of my head. Balls, but the, how big your balls are. The Massive, massive. Have you ever seen that South Park episode when they're walking around yeah. with the <laughs> wheelbarrow? <laughs> Somewhere along the line, it's been a while since I watched South Park. To be honest, <laughs> hey man, it, okay, it's it's good. It's still pretty good. <laughs> so uh, we got preseason week one coming up. It's the Cowboys at the Denver Broncos. We're gonna be playing in the Mile High Stadium at six p.m. Pacific, August thirteenth, Denver, Colorado. It'll be a nice. Warm, eighty-two degrees. <laughs> you sound like a pilot slash like uh, <laughs> announcer. The pilot's just. Fucking... I am the one who fucking does the radio voice. Yeah, or, I know. Or I'm the sorry. boxing voice. But okay. you're not even going to be here Saturday for the live stream, so no. you don't get to talk for the I'm rest of the podcast. I'm sleeping over here. I'm actually thinking about it. I might. Cra- I might sleep at your place on Saturday night. You're gone. The We're the, gonna have a huge the, party. The theater room. I don't, I don't even know what time that game starts for me. Actually. Oh, you're gonna be. So it's one a.m. Six p.m. Pacific. So in your eight hours. So you're yeah. So you're at 2 a.m. Hey. Great. Crack a.m. If you got, you'll, you'll be joining us on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will look absolutely zonked at my face. The, so. good, the good thing about that is it is on a Saturday, so that's Sunday morning. At least it's not on a Sunday. And uh, then you'd probably miss it if you work Mondays. I don't. I don't know your work schedule, but that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Monday to Friday, thank God. So yeah, I, if that's the case, I'll be staying up for it because I've done it for UFC, so I'll do it for the Cowboys. I do it all the time. So yeah, yeah I know. I know hey? hey, and we have to do it the once in the blue moon. They do the London UFCs, right? So I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck? UFCs on at eleven? Or <laughs> <laughs> I have a funny story quickly. When I was in New Zealand working away for the year, Cowboys would play on Mondays. I've never called in so many times on a Monday. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> Job. I don't actually care about it. Text them. Um, I'm sick. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming in. <laughs> Got Cowboys to watch. Wait till I tell you. So in a couple of weeks' time, I'm off to Greece, and I'm, nice. I'm still going. I'm still going to have to do some work. So now I'm have to communicate with Meg, and I think it's going to be like 11 hours difference. Oh wow! Now. So it's literally like pretty much half away across the world. And literally, literally. So is so, she is she based out of the states then? She's based in Dallas. She in- so she she's close friends with Dave Hellman, who oh yeah, okay, used to work, who used to work for the Dallas Cowboys. Now works for Fox Sports and also with Kelsey Charles. So they all live in the same like, type of complex and stuff like that. So, hey, and- I, 
sorry, here's a little like I know we were just saying we wanted to talk about Cowboys um, preseason. Yeah, but we here. always we end up. We are we always go off the grid. So it's like a. You, it's like a, you. I say our podcast is a is like a good Quentin Tarantino movie. You you don't know where we're going, but by the end of the cast, you're like very satisfied with what just happened. <laughs> First um, time I've ever heard him say that, but I, I said it. Agree. I said it. Well, I at least said it once. Before. First time I've ever listened to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, 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 this is this is this is what I love about you guys. You just go with the flow. That's just yeah. what I love about it. What, what I want to ask we you drink the whole time and we just get so yeah. off fucking topic. But guess what? We 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 will tie in the end that we tie up the loose ends that need to be tied. The yeah. ones that don't, fuck um, No one remembers anyway. Okay, just give well, a clean, I, just I have a question. Give a clean crack them if you got them, ass. Go for it. Crack them if you got them, son. Let's go, baby. That was really damn good. There you go. Okay. Hey, how did you get involved with blogging with the boys? I mean, this should have been our first question out of the gate. But oh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, so with so yeah, it kind of all started with the UK Cowboys fans. So uh, I've been part of the, the the fan group for God over like ten years now, and we decided to do our podcast. I got invited to become a regular, and now I'm a full member of that. Then we had RJ Ultra coming onto the show, and obviously when I went over to Dallas and Houston, uh, Dallas, Houston, and all the over years, and I met up with Meg, got to hang about with her in person, and she recommended me to RJ. And so the Kelsey and say we would love to try and get Paul on. So it's just for recommendation. And RJ said um, direct uh, basically brought in contact. Was like, listen, we would love to get do a segment, get a more international perspective about the Dallas Cowboys, which we think would be great for the overall brand. And I was like, I'm on board. Little did I know I was actually getting paid for it. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, you're like, because I would, because I would have done it for free. <laughs> yeah, they're like, exactly. they're like, how much do you want to get paid? You're like. Pay, pay. Uh, yeah, you're preaching. You're yeah. preaching to the choir. Uh, I, I, was, I was, I was like, yes. Yeah, send me your PayPal details. I was like, what for? So I, for. I, was, I was like, I was like, oh no, no, I was I, like, I, yes. I, I can't, I can't afford to pay you guys to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it, it, it's been great. So sometimes I join RJ, Tom Ryle, all the other guys from Blogging the Boys. We do the roundtable and stuff like that on the live stream sometimes. And obviously, I joined in for the NFL draft. So I was kind of chopping in and out the UK Cowboys and blogging the boys' streams, like mm. maybe every, every hour till from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. in the morning. So I was like, my Jesus. sleep deprival, it was like, the sleep <laughs> was just going off the charts. It's like Navy then, SEAL training. Oh, God, honestly. <laughs> hell, I hell week. Been, I, hell season. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I should have been poor Bruce Wayne at this, this rate, honestly. <laughs> hey, man, I think, uh, well, we all like, Blogging with the boys is obviously probably one of our number one sources for, for yeah, our podcast. It probably is. Yeah, oh, they do, they do, they, honestly, they the do guys well. do so much work, man. RJ, Tom, everybody, Danny Fam do amazing work. Well, we appreciate I'm just honored to be part of it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, no. we're stoked to have you on here. I mean, so far, uh, so far, you've been uh, a fantastic guest, and this is not me calling you out. Yeah, yeah. as like to to call you out of the. Oh, yeah, Adam's like, and so we're gonna let you go. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, it was a, it was a great run. Uh, get me next season. Um, before before, I just want to wrap up the Zach Martin thing. Yes. Uh, so mm-hmm. Troy's Troy Dudley in the chat saying basically Zach said the O line is not gaming the O line calls as they would against the real game OP. Yeah, so yeah. they're playing vanilla. Yeah. like, and, and that's the thing. And that's another thing with preseason. You can go into preseason. I've seen the Cowboys go into preseason and lose every game, and everyone, mm-hmm. as Cowboy that's fans right. do, we get, get up and we get our pitchforks out, and we want Mike McCarthy fired, and we want Dan Quinn to, fig, to become the head coach. We have these, snaps- we have these snapshot judgments, and it's at a point like, Preseason is just to get the shit together, it, but it's at the end. 
Look at that mug. It's at the end of the day, it's just uh it's just another tool to see players, but they're not going to be scheming. They're not going to be blitzing. They're not going to be doing any of this other stuff, right? So, and that's kind of how it's a good segue into the training camp, camp discussion. Uh, one mm-hmm. that was a big heated discussion on Twitter. Crack them, you've got them. Uh, Trevon Diggs getting burned by Semi Fioco and uh, CD Lamb. Twitter blew the fuck up. C- uh, Trevon Diggs. To worry about yeah, Trevon Diggs to- deleted his Twitter. It's. Pre or it's training camp one on one. Well, of course. I mean, why would he not fucking delete his Twitter? He doesn't want to get all this other shit in his brain. Like the last thing he wants yeah. to do is he run through a drill. It go and it pops up online, and then everyone's blowing him up. And he's pro- we nobody has the uh, idea of how bad it would be to be a professional football player and having your phone blowing up at any given moment. So of course he's gonna delete his shit. Like, hey, look, I want to make sure I'm I'm set for football, not fucking uh block i don't want to go through and block the cowboys can fan like uh my boy dalton schultz here you know fuck you dickhead <laughs> no, 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 no. The, thing with, the thing the thing with this though is you could go to any other training camp and every star cb on that team is getting burned on one and ones when their star receiver runs a go route like you have no chance that i would be more worried if cd lamb wasn't beating trevon diggs one-on-one with no quarterback rush with half the field open, they have everything in their position to win that drill. It's more of an issue yeah. if we're not win- if the offense yeah. isn't winning those. The one thing that I think I did take from that because there was a point where Diggs was sprinting, and um, where Diggs was sprinting, and it, well, they were both sprinting. Dig- Diggs and Lam- I think it was Lamb, the Lamb burn. Lamb is so fucking quick. He's fast. And uh, Diggs looked really slow, but so again, fast, like he makes I'm, other guys look yeah, not so fast. That's not a like that's not a dig. At Diggs, okay, because uh, I love I we I love the dude. We love the dude. I love him. Any shotguns he makes me take through the season. Every every int we do a shotgun with him. Um, yeah, my boy. We all have Diggs jerseys. So I, the the only sh- thing is is like it's kind of funny how and and we all are all like this. Like he could have just deleted the Twitter app, but instead he deletes his profile, which just like blows more fucking fire, flames the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he could have just said. I'll just delete my app so I don't see this shit. Should have just changed his picture to a middle finger. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. great too. But well, you know, you can disable notifications as well. Like right. Anything, anything you get tied down, just don't don't get it highlighted on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Should we totally? Should we do a uh, a PSA for NFL footballers and go and make a nice video? This is how you remove <laughs> notifications. <laughs> Click settings. <laughs> um, uh, it's got to be. Sorry. It it, it has to be, like. As I I know I just said that, but who everyone has their phone. We're all attached to our fucking yep. phones. Well, like, I look. I mean, look. You know, I, Diggs is going to be fine. I know it's going to be fine. So, he is going fine. to be fine. Yeah. We have uh, yeah. we have everybody. Don't worry, Cowboys Nation. Don't worry, right? we're going to be fine. You know what? I, I, everybody, everybody in the chat right now who seems to be on the same consensus as, as us. The drills designed to benefit uh, wide receivers. No pass rush. Uh, no safety help. QBs have all the day to throw, which is what Eric Serato said. Who was there? JJ's saying, but they won't tell you. Trevon only let two catches yesterday. All practice, though. Like I hate when people jump to conclusions. Yeah, but that's we're, not the sexy we're, we're, headline. No, exactly. Oh. That's no. not the sexy headline. Sexy I'm headline not clicking is, that fucking yeah. link. Oh, he only let two catches go. No, that's stupid. Like, Guess what? Trevon Diggs got burned once, but then he let other only other two catches. Then he deletes his Twitter account. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Is um, Trevon Diggs quitting football forever uh, after getting burned by CD Lamb? Like, oh man. 
Stephen White says, uh, uh, st- uh, st- uh, "Fuck, I can't even talk right now." Come on uh, now, get it out. You're you're not even drinking, like. No, I'm drinking. Hey, go off. Trade, King. trade digs for digs is what he says. Trade digs for digs. I want both digs to be yeah. honest. I would love to have Stefan Diggs on the team. There was there was a quick moment last year. I think what, before Diggs signed his contract, yeah. that that was like a oh yeah, uh, before there, 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 there was a big rumor and possibility that it was going to happen. But nah. I think have you ever have you ever noticed though? Every big free agent, it's, <laughs> yes, well, Cowboys might sign him. <laughs> yep. Like I don't know, especially during draft season, the amount of players that use the Dallas Cowboys for clout. You had Miles Garrett saying Jerry. Please trade up and sign me. You had Melvin Gordon wearing a Cowboys t-shirt during an interview on ESPN saying, oh, yeah, my dream team would be the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Nearly every player wants to be a Cowboy. It inflates so it inflates it, their fucking, their next signing. Yeah, and, and not just that, it just get, it makes our trade value, like our tra- trade capital less because teams are like devaluing it because they know how desperate we might be for this player right. and now you're the Cowboys yeah. screw you guys <laughs> yeah so, fuck them right hey man it, but, it, sorry go ahead dude oh, oh, I was just gonna say but I think we got really really lucky with the whole um trade for um Micah Parsons oh man I, Oh yeah, that's really, that. Like, that who, was so good. So oh my who, god, who was uh, we, when we drafted Parsons? There was another player. The yes, but yeah, there was yeah, another got, player they, on the board that we wanted. Was, was that Patrick Sertan? Sert, Sertan? Yeah, he Sertan. got ta- he yeah, got so taken he, by the he, Broncos at nine. Was it nine? I think yeah. it was nine. We we were picking it, ten. It was nine, and yeah. we were picking ten. And as soon as he got taken, we traded back with the Eagles. Because yeah. I guess they knew, yeah. and that to me they, was they, like, they, 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 yeah, they needed the wide receiver big time. It was Devontae, was it Smith or something? Yes, yeah, Smith, yeah. Devontae Smith. Yeah. Uh, that to me, I mean, we still have to see Micah this year, but I have a feeling the guy's still going to just pick off or pick up running where he was last season. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I do have actually, AJ, you had brought up uh, a great article that we haven't even touched on, yeah, which was huge news. Uh, I want to get Paul's thoughts on this. The Signing of Anthony Barr and him starting off on PUP is this is this a concern or are you still pretty jacked up about it? I'm still pretty happy the fact that he brings some linebacker depth and knowledge. That's the biggest key. He can bring some knowledge to the likes of Jabril Cox, who may be returning sooner, whoever not, and all these other linebackers. The guy's a four time Pro Bowler. Like just even having a guy in the team yeah. in the in the the, the the coaches meetings and stuff like that as well. Well, no coaches means, but within the actual positional group meetings, sorry, it brings so much more to the game of like maybe picking out things from video footage, saying, "Oh, this actually mistake there." That's how you can prove that. Mm-hmm. But just certain certainly key points from linebackers to learn trades, trades to the trade from there. Like you saw what Demarcus Ware did when he worked with Parsons in the off season. Yep, definitely. What what I like is that um, I've no I know him. So he must be a good football player, <laughs> but also like we're bringing that veteran to the team. As much as um, Anthony might call out LVE for his fucking weird uh, decisions that he makes during games, this might be something that helps him to oh. elevate his game again. Oh, oh don't don't hate don't, don't hate an LVE because he was the one that set up the interception for Jalen Kirst during the first part of scrimmage and. Uh, I did, I did see that. And actually, LVE has had a very good camp. He's and really good so far. He's yeah. finally maybe at that point that he's not worrying about past injuries. And they actually, he got interviewed. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to credit again because I don't know who said it. Yep. But I, I just scroll through so much cowboy shit that sometimes it's hard to, who knows who reported on what. But he finally said, someone asked him, you had 13 tackles in um, 
the playoff loss to San Fran. And then leading up to that, the five games, you were playing pretty well with lots of tackles. And he said, well, that's what happens when you let me play the whole game. So early on in the year, he's getting taken off in nickel, right? So he's playing first and second down. And it's it might be kind of like a running back kind of thing, right? You need to have snaps to get into a rhythm. He needs to get contact. And LVE, Contacts. his first year, like he, he played the whole game, right? So maybe him being on the field and being in nickel and then maybe putting Micah on the line in nickel positions, maybe that's what uh, LVE needs to elevate his game to what he was in his all-pro year and in, in his Pro Bowl year. Uh, another thing with Anthony Barr... Jerry Jones was asked about uh, Anthony Barr and LVE, and he just said, those guys look like linebackers. Like, they're both big dudes. They're like Brian Urlacher dudes, right? Like, they're, they are yeah. they are men. I've, yeah. I've met LVE like in person. I, I met LVE in person. So, um, a couple of years ago, it was the year he got drafted. Uh, when I was in the Star in Frisco, I was with my friend Shannon, who does the Hanging With The Boys podcast in the Star. And they were doing this documentary like type of thing when I got to meet LVE I'm like how in God's earth are you a linebacker because I generally <laughs> honestly I'm, I'm, I'm 6'1 and he's right? just a tower I, and I'm just like you should be playing defensive end bro <laughs> yeah. seriously like he, the, the guy's massive mm. like and he, and he was sort of chuckling away and he's like uh, yeah I like your accent and just walked off I'm like what the hell I like your his neck and his neck's like this big. But just think, oh, yeah. No, what was what was that meme of the the guy with the big neck? Uh, it was in prison. What, what was that? Do you remember the meme? He's gonna look. Uh, Alex will look for it right now. I, Alex oh, is, you 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 know, you know what I'm talking about? The guy with oh, the big yeah. neck. Yeah. yeah, wide neck. <laughs> wide neck. Yeah, yeah. He's you got it up. up. Oh yeah, that guy. That's LVE. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That but you know what? That is, a, that is a fucking what the shit yeah, is going? He's wide neck. What is going on here? I mean, yeah, he, he's that, been, has he, to, that has to be photoshopped. Is no, that, no, no. This dude no, has videos. There's videos. There's videos. Yeah, there's videos it, of this it's dude. It's obviously a like physical uh, ailment, a, a, ailment or abnormality. He but, just goes um, to the gym and he just does just does neck raises. He just does. Here's the thing: we like if LVE gets, um. Back to that form, oh my in, in his god! First don't few even years. tease me like that. <laughs> he was giving that, too that, much neck. Suddenly, in the linebacker <laughs> core, I think it amps it up to like a top ten, top five in the NFL. If if those two things come into place, if Barr comes into play to play how I think he will be, and if LVE is able to like have the best season out of the last three years, it's a really good um, elevation. And that was a that's such a important area on the defense, right? That that middle of the field allows if you have yeah. that lockdown, it's going to allow Diggs to um, be a little bit more um, throw caution to the wind and if just try to get that. If your front seven can take care yes. of their business, it makes your cornerbacks' jobs ten times easier, right? If they if they yep. if they're getting pressure, they have their assignments. It makes your cornerback and your DB's life just it's so much easier. So I would love to see LVE of his draft year. Uh, he, like I said, he did play very well in the San Francisco loss. Uh, I just hope he. I hope he yeah, can keep I, I going agree. with that. I agree. Like you see, like the the past, like from San Francisco to I'm trying to remember what game it was from. I think it was the game after the Saints. He had that really good continued streak of like being a really good run stopper during the game, helping that defensive line in the run game. So I thought he looked really good up to that point. It's like, okay, like the fact that we were not talking about LVE in a negative sense is always a good thing. Yeah. So like the less we were talking about him, the more it was actually, like, when you actually go back and watch the game film of him, 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 hey, who wore it better? Who wore it best? Hey, you gotta se- you gotta send me these. That's tomorrow's. That's tomorrow's post. <laughs> who wore oh. it better? I never oh thought, dude. I never looked at LV's neck before. He is like, he's neck like, is huge. He's a thoroughbred, dude. I told you the guy is massive. The guy is an absolute unit. I don't want to get blocked I, by LVE too, though. No, no, no. We're, no here's no. the thing: we 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 have we have. We want to see him be able to play full games because if he's yeah. going to be able to come out there and get 10 plus tackles a game, I mean, that's huge. It's not always great to have like, hey, I have a million tackles. It's like, well, so you're just, well, you're, this is, you're, this no one is, else I, can do anything. I, but I, I, I will say though, I, and and this is not a dig to a certain player. Like, Jalen Smith? Feel, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, not, I, a lot I, of tackles I, doesn't I, I, mean I, shit. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Smith, love the guy. I met him in person as well. But I kind of felt as though LVV was kind of more doing two jobs at once, Chris. There was one, the, the game that really annoyed me the most was Cleveland back in 2020, where we had that fisherman of a running back run over 100 yards on yep. us. And you're seeing, you're <laughs> seeing that. You, no, he was. He, he totally. literally came off a fishing boat and scored 100 yards. He looked like Jim Brown. Year. He looked like Jim yeah, Brown well, against us. Oh, dude. It was, it was terrible, right? But the fact is, you're, you're watching. Your gap assignment, like you see Jalen run into where he was supposed to put his A gap, and somehow he just goes runs straight towards into a double team. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, and it leaves that big massive gap. Then LVE spots, and he's trying to overcompensate, so he's had to leave his assignment and try and cover up what Jalen's mistakes were. So, and it seemed to be quite a lot of miscommunication within that defense back in 2020 under bloody what's his face? Um, not a Marinelli. Yeah, no, no, Marinelli. Who was the guy that just came in under Mike McCarthy in 2020? I'm trying to Came think up. right now. No, I, can't, the, I can't even think. The, Scott Nolan. The Scott Nolan. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my God. Scott Nolan was so bad. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Abs- he was terrible. Awful. And, but that, um, and this is, this is kind of back to like talking to Cowboys fans. Like, I remember Jalen Smith after his 150 season tackle or whatever, and you'd say something about Jalen Smith not being very good, and someone would bring up his tackle stats. I'm like that. He well, he was third in the NFL in tackles. Um, what the fuck does that nothing. mean? Yeah, it means nothing. You know what means a lot? You know what a stat you want to look at for linebackers? What's Ta- their tackle ta- for loss? For tackles for loss. That's the that's the stat you look for. Does that and mean they're getting? They're that getting... means they're tackling them behind their the offense's line of yeah. scrimmage. So you're the yeah. running back gets the ball. You're tackling them one yard loss. See, see, that's, that's the exactly. stat. It's the same when it comes to when it towards running backs. People talk about oh, their yardage is crap. I was like, oh, well. Is he getting beyond the lame of scrimmage? If that's not, if, if he's not getting beyond the lame of scrimmage, then that's on the old line's fault for not making those gaps. Which has yeah. been Zeke's problem. Zeke's been getting yeah, hit. Exactly. Zeke's been getting hit before he's even had a and, chance. And, 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 and this is what I keep iterating. It's like, you need to realize it's like the offensive line is the main core of that whole offense. If they fall apart, everything falls apart. Like mm-hmm. it starts from the center all the way down to your left and right tackles. Like it doesn't matter if you've got Joe Mantar, that Prescott, or Joe Bloggs as your quarterback. If your offensive line falls apart, your running game's going to dismantle, and your quarterback is going to be a sitting duck. Hundred percent, simple as fact, without simple a doubt. That. Yeah, that we we've. Uh, I mean, everyone can bring up the um, stats on on football player or quarterback. Sorry, time. Uh, from when they get the ball hutted to them, quarterbacks until they release the, the whatever it's called, the release time, I guess. And it's you know a point five second difference is the end of the world. It's huge, yeah. It's huge. So like it's 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 such a game of like just hold them up for enough time so that I can go through my um, 
Reads. Reads, and, and if you can disrupt that at all, that's going to throw any quarterback off, right? So I'm going to steamroll this into the, the preseason game that we have go- mm-hmm. coming up on Saturday. I'm going to ask you guys. I want to know both. Uh, Adam, I'm not going to ask you. Because you're not even watching it, you're oh, gonna be Adam's. Shit. Adam's gonna be in uh, California at uh, L.A. versus L.A. So you don't get this question asked to you. I'm still I, gonna answer it though. Well, yep. okay, that's. I guess you can. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna ask Paul, and I'm gonna ask AJ. What are a couple things that you guys? I'm gonna say two things you're looking forward or you want to see from our first preseason game because I do think we're gonna see some starters. I do think we're gonna see a lot of our like second tier guys get a lot of playing time. Uh, I just want to know who you guys are interested to see and uh, and why. Okay, so number one for me, obviously, I'm, I'm a defensive line guy. I want to see the development of Sam Williams. I want to see if he's as proven me wrong, if I feel more comfortable being him, being like a second string defensive end, if he's going to be ahead or before Fowler. Is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be rotation and that? I just want to see how he's developed and what he's going to be bringing to the table. And secondly, I, I would see it more as a group, as how our wide receivers are going to be utilized. Mm. Like your Vashers, your Houston's, your Focos, everybody. Yeah. I want to see how, they, how they're going to be all distributed in the first quarter of the game when Dak, well, when Dak's on, essentially, then it's going to be the backups. What do you think, Dak? How many uh, reps or series do you think he's going to get? Maybe two or three? I think, yeah, I think maybe two or three. I think they'll just just try and get him just to kind of get into the rhythm of it. And that's uh, then let like some. Uh, well, Gre- well, Greer's actually looking not too bad during uh, practice as well. So I think we might expect to see a lot more of him because obviously he was pretty much non-existent when we signed him last year. But so, and it's quite interesting to see how the backup quarterbacks are situated now. Like you've got Cooper Rush, you've got Will Greer, and you still do have Ben Super Duper Denucci, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, Denucci, like, crap, you got him. Yeah, but I mean... It'll be very interesting to see how the battle commences. Who's going to be QB two? I think it's it's up for it's, it's an open battle. I think you're in, like you said, how they distribute those snaps is going to tell you a lot who they're leaning to. Because even yeah. last year, I kind of thought, uh, what the fuck was not Danucci and not Cooper Rush? What was the psychopath guy's name that looked like an ab- absolute psychopath? He played against the Steelers for us in 2020. Um, I can't think of his name. For the oh, life of me right now. He looks like the nutcase. Oh, zoomed in weird name? smile. Oh, quarterback? God, he, uh, yeah, quarterback. Yes. You Cowboys he, quarterback, Steelers oh, 2020. God, what's his name? He, he, he looks like bloody Sam Darnold with a yeah. bit of a mong syndrome. Because I thought he was going to, I honestly thought he was going to win the quarterback duel last year. Gilbert? At, yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, yes, got Gilbert. It, Gilbert. Got Gilbert. It, got GG. That's the, the one. The psychopath. <laughs> Look at his face. Get him up on the screen here so everyone listening or watching. In can... fairness, uh, he actually looked okay just for that game. He was throwing some wild plays. I Running. Thought, he was on. Just go. I, I'm like, go for it, man. Go for it. <laughs> and I honestly thought, I thought he was going to have a good chance to taking i thought he was gonna have a good chance so it was interesting last year how cooper rush there he is (laughs) there he is sam donald hit with a shovel you you can't you can't trust (laughs) you can't trust a motherfucker that looks like that yeah yeah he is a fucking psycho it's like in that uh that friends episode where chandler can't smile properly that's what fucking this guy gary gilbert can't smile he does look like a psychopath who like just saw people smiling and and replicated the that facial. guy. That guy pulls <laughs> wings the, off flies. That's I'm all I'm gonna say. I'm in the NFL, but but uh, I am interested to see that quarterback battle. Alex, what are you interested to see come Saturday? 
Yeah, for me, I really like the idea of of let's look at the wide receivers. I'm an offensive type of um, football mind because <laughs> I don't, I never played, so I don't really. I, I I do love the trench battles, and I think that's like maybe um, probably the the bigger area. But as a like uh, the bigger area of interest, but as just like a kind of top level football viewer, um, I want to see the. I want to see the uh, wide receivers. I think it would be interesting because there's a bunch of like kind of there's some players that have been around for a while, and then there's the walk on Vasher, right? Yeah, is he is he two years now? Yeah, he was. Yeah. he was hurt so, all at, he was hurt all last year, so this is kind of like his first his first go at it type but, thing. And then there's also the uh, shoot, what's his name, Femenko. Femioko. Femioko. So we, I, I'm really interested sixth round to, pick last to see year, who, I believe. Fifth or sixth round. Right. And I'm interested to see who rises to that that 3B, 4A position because we're going to start the season um, a little bit uh, hindered, maybe even with James Washington now too. I was Gallup is, is definitely not going to be... James started, Washington right? Gallup not playing. Not playing. So so we, we there's so opportunity for these. Weeks. Like we're going to need two wide receivers to come in and fill those positions for multiple weeks. What, ab- and so, what about that Turpin kid that they signed? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Spe- special teams. That's another one I was that, see, that's what I'm gonna like, that's like, what I'm gonna touch on. Yes. Sorry, I just have to this when this guy enters the chat, it's always twenty one Armando? No. Oh, Kilo C. Oh. Smoke weed every day. Kilo. What up, Kilo? He missed the prison talk. I mean, he missed <laughs> Kilo. I mean, he said he's never been this late for the three best friends. Well, because he's used to us being live in four more hours. Like, and you're a little early today. Kilo, we're, we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three <laughs> best friends that anyone can have. So Deba- I, hey, debatable, <laughs> but we're, we're but we're running with it. And I would never interrupt uh, a guest or our main host, Anth. But when Alex is talking, I'll interrupt him all <laughs> fucking day. I'm, I'm, hey, listen, I'm I'm the special guest. You do whatever you want. Man. <laughs> oh, make him dance, Alex. Oh, God. make him dance. Fuck my life. Maybe not go that far. No. <laughs> There we go. That made, I, I was hold, I was holding a piss in, and that's like that almost made me do hey, something more than dance. Hey, Squirt. bro, bro, just go, just do it. AJ, just give us pants. your second thing your that you're looking for. Second thing that I'm looking for is um, honestly, he's only on second for me. Jesus, uh, it's gonna just be fucking how they deal with that front seven. Yep, there's a lot of uh, our O line. I, I wouldn't say I'm not uh, uh, D line. Oh, so you want to see how the the, the Broncos want, deal with our front seven? Yes, I want to Specify see how. I want to see. I, I'm interested to see like what combinations yep. our masterman Deke, because mm-hmm. I have no faith in uh, Kellen Moore pulling any magic out of that. Kellen Moore draws fucking circles. He is just <laughs> a plain Jane. Whereas you look at what DQ's drawing up, and he You know, DQ is drawing up a fucking uh, pyramid. What's that movie where um, the guys he, like he, seeing, beautiful mind. seeing beautiful DQ's beautiful minding in the dark when people walk in? He's in. He's in. He's in a. He's in a full swimming outfit when they walk in because that's what he needs to like do his do his things in the complete darkness with just a red light and they open the door like Dan he's like get out <laughs> he's, draw- he's drawing up some fucking magic no way Dan Q uh, Dan Q Dan, Q. Dan Quinn is the uh, is the uh, thing the, those girls from uh from an order report, who just like they sit in and he can, he's a precog. He's, he's a, precog. a precog. Yeah, he's a precog. He sees the plays before they happen. 
I've got a question for you. Like, do you know think it's a bit crazy how we were like pretty much the, one of the tops, like top offensive teams in the NFL, but yet we're still complaining about offensive. Uh, I know. Yeah. You yep. know, it's like we. Hey, I don't we, know, I, we are I the biggest complainers about them. I don't. I, I don't know what it is. It, it's it, some days it wasn't pretty football. It, it's like it's it weird, just, it wasn't it? It's. Just wasn't it nice to watch sometimes, but yet we were still pulling in the yards and stuff like that. And there were some games that just looked absolutely spectacular. You're like, there is. So I have, a, I have a question for you about that before I get into my two things that I want to see. Because we, as we watched the season, the first few weeks we were calling Kellen Moore the Dungeon Master. Yeah. Because it seemed like he was do he was being creative. He was doing all this stuff. And, you know, we were putting up points. Dak looked great. He and was then young, was, a young football he was mind. A young yeah, football yeah. mind, the youngest coach. And then going into playoffs, it was kind of like playoffs. It was like, who, what is, like, I felt like I could run a better offensive scheme. I wouldn't say it wasn't so much the offensive scheme. I just feel that we didn't do enough homework on their defense and their traits more than anything. Like their their defense looked more prepared to like anticipate knew what we were doing rather than what we were trying to do. What how their defense was set up. Yeah. So I think it was more down to um, just pre- preparation more than anything. Like because execution wise, we were making catches. We were like, but it was all short yards. And the next thing you know, it was four and ten punt return. It was like four and outs, pretty much quite left right the center. So yeah. it was just like, I want someone to look at me like Helen Moore is looking at whoever the fuck he's looking. He's at. looking at this. He's looking at the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at- He's looking at the scoreboard. Hey, hey, don't, hey, don't, don't knock on Kellen Moore's Boise State career. He, he had a oh, he was one of the, no, he no. was one of the best. He was, he was, hey, top five best State. college quarterbacks to ever play. And th- but this goes back to like, well, I, I will fucking eat my own crow if Kellen Moore comes out and starts calling some fucking exciting football games. But there's just too much talent on that, too many, too much potential. And maybe he's already determined that this is not, but I don't believe it. But there's too much potential talent on that offensive for uh, on Dallas's uh, offense. There has to, like, TP is a Debo Samuel. I'm not going to say that he's on the same caliber as Debo. Debo's fucking awesome, but TP can play though, can do he's what as he versatile. does. He's as versatile. It, it, yeah. It's just how he's utilized. That seems to be the problem that we kind of had last year. With all the talent we had, we had the problem of utilization of players. And Mary Cooper was one of them. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. We, we had a fantastic number one wide receiver and we did not utilize him. What were your thoughts properly. about him leaving? I was, I was pretty, bu- I was pissed. I, I, I was, I, I felt like Will Farrell smashing the television. <laughs> 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 I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't remember what movie it was. It's like it's like it's effing bullcrap. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was it was no, it was Step Brothers. It's like when they told like no more TV. I was literally like Will Ferrell, and uh, I was like, it's like what? Yeah, uh, that was, was honestly that? to me how they didn't keep retain. And I know it's so far gone now because we can't do anything about it. We got to deal with what we got. But yeah. uh, that Amari Cooper letting go of Amari Cooper after. He revitalized our offense in 2018. I was a big, big Amari Cooper fan, and I think he was super underutilized last year. I'm more annoyed for what we traded for more than anything. Oh, my God. Fifth round fucking pick. Yeah, that's what sports trade. The trade trade wasn't... We swapped the fifth and got a sixth. Yeah, that's That's so so stupid. But you're you're seeing, like, the Devante Adams going for first. You're seeing all these other... Like, who was it that went to the Eagles? um, Uh, AJ Brown. Oh, 
Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. Well, and that's the thing. This is that was one of our biggest things that we've talked about a fuck ton on here is like yeah. how could we have not gotten and this is the reason. I'll tell you the reason. They knew the Cowboys were so strapped fuck with, with his me, con- DJ. Fuck with me. <laughs> they knew other teams, other suitors knew the Cowboys were so strapped with Amari's contract that they could literally offer us shit well that's what it was a lot of these other trades happened after right so they we got we traded amari and then after that tyreek hill was gone after that uh, Devontae adams was gone if one of those guys would have gone before if one of those guys would have went before amari cooper got traded guaranteed we at, at least at least get a second like how is Amari Cooper not worth a second? And I'm nervous. You're going to see him go on with uh, Jacoby Brissett, and he's going to fucking dance yeah. on people. He's going to have he's going to have a great year, and we're all going to feel stupid. I, I, I genuinely feel sorry for Amari Cooper having to go to the Burns right now. Same. I really do. Hey, look. He doesn't deserve it. doesn't Coop, deserve it. Cooper is a... You don't even know his personality because he's so he's so quiet. He's on his he's third, a, hum, a very humble guy. Very, very, very humble. humble guy. He's on his third NFL team. Um, came from the Raiders. Who me and Adam? That's our that's our number two. That's our our distant two. So let's give Paul some backup. So okay, these uh, two guys. These are the bandwagon boys, right? So last year, I've this I'm time a, last year. Yeah, pretty much this yeah. time last year. So th- I started uh, the Can Fan Instagram and started just. You know, posting memes. Bush and doing, League, Bush, Bush League, League pod looked, pass, looked podcasting. Shit. Looked like shit. Yeah, yeah, we all Web, get it. Webcam, webcam in, a in the kitchen. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, right? So I started that, and I started getting some traction. And these two guys have a background in media, so they were like, "Hey, we'll come on and produce your podcast. We'll be behind the scenes, and we'll never be fans of we'll the never, Dallas they Cowboys." They said we'll never be fans of the Dallas Cowboys. They didn't. They didn't say that. They said no, no. they came in with an open mind. But you watch our first episodes; they're wearing like Seahawks hats and like. <laughs> yeah. and then like as the season started it's like these dudes and i give them credit these guys talk more cowboys football than i'd say i'd say 90 percent of the fan base like these guys are full on in it so they are they're the bandwagon boys but they're they're cowboys fans and and ants would give us i've christened them if they weren't legit i wouldn't give them they're christened they're cowboys fans throughout the season sorry ants gave us some quality checks so we had to like at the beginning of the season we couldn't name 10 players 10 players and then we had (laughs) then we had to name all of the offensive line, offensive line, and like it kept going, and and now I think we've, I think we're past that. You guys are past that. that past but that the we next go. step is you don't ever say you have a number two team because that's I'm right. Almost, that's I'm right. Almost, I'm almost through this. Okay, Listen, that's, guess fair. What, that's guess fair. what? I, I, and he blatantly said it without conferring with me. I have not true. worn. I think it's probably been since fourth week last last uh, last year that I haven't worn Good. a different uh, team. You guys have bought. You guys have bought it or anything. So the bandwagon I'm boys not, are buying now. I've never worn another jersey about the Cowboys. Well, probably my own team, which is the East Coast by Pirates, but that's the only football jerseys mm. I've ever worn. Well, yeah, if you've been since Emmett Smith, you've been a ride or die for a long, longer than any of us. I started off basically around like Romo's first year, like 2000, I think it was 2005, 2006. Yeah, was kind of when I, 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 I dove I, I, in. Yeah, I kind of took a, like, a wee step back from American football because I was more focused at like playing like, like I did MMA and all that a wee while years ago. I, wasn't really much interest in football. Then I started coming back into it during the Romo era. So I took that wee spell out of it. But in the 90s, that's where I first started getting into it. Yep, definitely. So um, I'm going to just quickly yep. touch on my two things. Yep. And uh, Paul kind of had mentioned it a little bit. I want to see special teams. I'm actually really excited to see this Turpin guy. He's a fast yep. little fucker, 5'9", 155 pounds at 
looks like he's going to be able to take the top off some some motherfuckers. Uh, and I want to see. Are we, are we talking about MMA or American football? There, the way you describe them now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. What, hey, whatever you want. And then uh, the other thing, I can't wait to see this circus of our kicking competition. Oh yeah. Oh, like I want to see. Like yeah. it's one thing the guy might miss. He might go four for nine in practice, but if he can come out and hit every kick in in preseason, the, he's an undra- he's undrafted. Uh, obviously he's probably has some butterflies going, but four for nine is pretty rough. I would like to see some consistency in the kicking game. Hallelujah! I don't know what that could be, man. It just could be just a little bit of confidence, something, just something. Just, just needs that little kick up the ass. Right. I don't know. Uh, that's no what I'm. In, that's what no, I'm going to be watching. No, no, no pun intended. The terms that kick up the ass. <laughs> kick up the ass. And obviously, like you guys said, I'm interested in seeing what the wide receivers do, the D line does, the O line does. We're we're now we're you guys are fans. I'm a diehard fan. Paul's a huge fan. I love preseason games because you get to see all the dudes that got drafted, even from last year, right? Even though you didn't ask what I wanted to see, that's what I. Want. I wasn't going to. I, 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 I want. I want to see Tyler. I want to see Sam. I want to see uh, Tolbert. I want to see the how, rookies. I want to see the rooks. Yep. I want to see what they can oh, do in, oh, in action. Oh. I want to see them get some reps. And then ultimately, you know, I, I just want to see a couple of uh, productive throws from Dak. I want to see, I just want to see how the boys are doing, you know, yep. warming up. I t- I'll tell you something. I want to see big GR causing some disruption. Yes, dude. Me too. I that have guy a, is a, he is a mountain a of a human. Boy. I hope he has the talent to play because his attitude is the attitude you want yep. for that 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 position, sometimes man. can drive you like well, in the NFL. Well, you if if you're a big human, you're athletic, and you got this attitude. There's nothing stopping you. Here's here's an interesting one. We're speaking a bit like the defensive line, and it's be interesting to see how do you think because with Tristan Howell being in his final year of his contract, he's played well too in camp. Yeah, and well, he, well, Tyler Smith did pancake him a good I couple of that. times. That was oh, good. I was I was pretty nasty. <laughs> but um, what do you think his chances are of actually being retained? Uh, like, it's, it's tough it's, because it's, it's tough. I don't think he will just because we're going to have cheaper guys unless they can yep. get him on like a one year deal, which the Cowboys love to do. They love to do this like kind of LVE type thing where they'll, yep. the, the, the Cowboys like to do two things. They love to re-sign drafted players that they've drafted. And then they also love to on their second contract, get them for like another one year prove it type deal like LVE is yep. on right now. Right. So I could see a Tristan Hill. If he has a, a good season and does well, I could see them. If it makes sense, getting into a one-year deal before they sign him long-term. I tell you what, though, that LVE contract scenario was actually a bit of a stroke of genius. I don't know how they pulled that off, but basically, if we were to sign LVE in that fifth-year option, it would have cost more than the contract we just gave him. hundred percent. I don't know how the hell that happened. I have no idea. And and that and that's what they're they, they have this great situation with LVE and Anthony Barr right now. They're both playing on one-year contracts. Right, so they're both playing on these prove it contracts that are super team friendly that Cowboys fans aren't used to. Like we're usually the worst for team friendly deals, but these two dudes are playing on these super good team friendly deals. And possibly if they're playing well, maybe you finally bite the bullet and you you extend them during the season. Don't even let them get to the free agent next year. Yeah, it was the same with other players that we brought in before, like Rolando McLean. Like you don't have enough one year deal that we gave him like a two year deal after because he played so well. Yep. And uh, who was the guy that uh, they took? Alden uh, Smith? Two, was it Alden Smith? Alden Smith. Played, had a good right? start. Yep. Had a good start, but he completely faded away till the end of that season. Rolando uh, so McLean was just in the news, actually. He got uh, arrested on uh, oh. weapon charges. That, that 2014 year where he kind of seemed like he had finally turned it around and kind of sorted out his demons in life. 
And then, that, yeah, that, he didn't. I'm, tell, I'm telling you that 2014 team should have been a Super Bowl. Should have been. Mm-hmm. Should, Des caught it, baby. Hey, hey Des. Hashtag it was, Des caught it, baby. We're, we're still talking about it to this day. It's been nearly 10 years. This one's for Des. Crack, crack him if you got, got him, son. Do you have any more of those cracks for Yeah, you? I got one last one for you. Okay, and we're going to yeah, switch what? gears. Okay, yeah, I'm actually going to we're gonna do one more thing, and we're going to call us out. Because what have we been running for? Uh, 114. Yeah, 114. So we'll get – I'm going to ask uh, – um, I'm going to ask Paul here, biggest, biggest expectations, biggest concerns, and what you think this team is going to finish record-wise. Oh, hang a- on a sec. AJ, crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him. I find the, I find the biggest concern is the easier one is with, uh, how many penalties we're going to give up. Mm. That's my that's my biggest concern, especially on the O-line. Were, like, we, that the, was our big, were we the we most were the penalized worst. last year? Yeah, we were the most penalized well, last well, year. Well, wh- wh- one player in particular was probably that was who's now playing for Miami, so he's now there. Williams? But, uh, yeah, like, yeah he, was, he was the main he was the main culprit, but it didn't help matters because we made some big plays, looked great. The next thing you know, it's back 10 yards. You're like, oh, God. Oh, so, man, there's but, nothing more deflating than a big run. Or like a nice pass play, and then you look on the field, or you look, or you hear the broadcast going. There's a flag on the play, like that. Literally, could you, could you imagine, right? If we had someone who was just penalties, what our offensive stats would have been for that year? Like, yep. even though we were one of the top store, I think we were top actually, weren't we? Yep, we were. Like, can you imagine without all those penalties where we would have been? We kind of broke records and stuff like that. I'm still kind of, it's it's so frustrating. Like, we've got potential, we've got the talent. It's just. We're making silly possible mistakes. So if we can cut out the mistakes, then great. Well, look so at this right here. Look at this uh, this uh, chart we have oh. here. Connor Williams, 11 holding. Only one f- uh, false start. But uh, look at the closest holding next to him is what, nine? Yeah. yeah. John see, 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 this is what I don't get, right? Trent Williams. I've got a big issue with that. How is a guy like Trent Williams been given a 99 rating or something yeah, like that? He didn't know he was. He got a 99 yes. rating in Madden. Yeah, he did. That is the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. Yep. And, yeah, it's weird. I think, I don't know why I've, whenever I watched Trent Williams, like when he was a, a Redskin, because it was the Redskins at the time. I know their names, the com- Commanders. But I've never been really impressed with Trent Williams. Like, yeah, he's a big no. body, but he's like, the best thing he ever did was punch Richard Sherman in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually he actually made famous by pointing out my friend, uh, uh, Paul, uh, and that infamous picture of him at AT&T Stadium. He's pointing out a Cowboys fan. That's your buddy? Given, that's my, that's my oh, mate, Paul. Oh, yeah. these guys probably haven't <laughs> ever seen this. Dude, Trent Williams, Cowboys fan. Get that up. Yeah. yeah, that's actually, you know, that guy, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was as he's, it as, he's, Lu- as he's walking out of the stadium. I, I was checking it with him in Louisiana. A photo? Yeah, it's a photo. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the play- playoff game. Trent Williams is pure laughing at Cowboys fans as he was leaving. That made and- me, that made me so mad seeing that picture. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so can you, can you zoom in, zoom in a bit? Yeah. yeah, Paul's the Alex one. I don't know how to zoom in. Yeah, yeah pa- Paul's the one in the middle, like the guy right with the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yep. Paul there. That's <laughs> Paul is the. No, no, next time. Next to your right, right, right here. Jersey. Yeah, the one in the middle. Yeah, it's Paul. Paul is a fucking Paul. goat. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. So, 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 me and Paul are part of a tailgating group called the Barachos. So, uh, that's how I know him from that. So, that's- big, massive. Big massive tailgating group. So every time I come over, I tailgate with them. So Trent Williams also looks like he could uh, run huge. through a fucking skyscraper. He has a big boy. 
God to be damn. fair, let's remember the lower. They're lower, yeah, sun, they're lower. It's underground more, so it makes them look bigger. So looks like there he's like pointing at two hobbits. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's like that floor is at least I hope six feet lower in that picture. Forced Paul, perspective. He, Paul, Paul's the goat. Did you want to go through this this article quickly to wrap things up? Sure. Yeah. The, uh, Whatever. Yeah. You yeah want. Sorry, about uh, it. it's yep. really no it, no. It, there's no sorry. We get to, hey we this is our I think we covered. Issue. Everything we could talk for six hours. I know, I know. <laughs> as, as us three, we have the gift of gab. We could all talk for six hours. Yeah, the, hang on. There's there, a, there, there's there, a, you've got you've got me on there if you want me, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there was an adult uh, fans chat bot chat bot coming in here, and it's just it was spamming, so I blocked it. And then oh, you dropped the ban hammer. And then there's like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you Dalton Schultz we, we, we them. Wow. So we've been getting that on the UT Cowboys one as well. It's just so annoying. It's Did like, you check uh, out the site? Is it a good site? Hang on, so. <laughs> I, I, I blocked him, and then everyone's saying, uh, yep, Alex needs to quick look it up at uh, the porn sites during the podcast. And then everyone's saying, Alex, share your screen. Uh, I am a lover of the female body, okay? Well, that's yeah, not what we're seeing on your screen. We're not seeing, yeah, it's all it's football. Bunch, it's a bunch of... Uh, it's all heavy, um, muscular men. Yeah, we like I love it. football, too. I love football. Um, okay, the, the foremost... No, no. Okay, no, so before you go into this article... Yep. Eric Serrato, I'm going to ask. Uh, Eric Serrato has a question for you guys. Yep. Uh, and since he's our boots on the ground at Oxnard. Looks like your fucking bot's back. Uh, the box, you can't see it. The box, the oh. bot will be there. Just uh, So Eric says, question from this new rookie draft class. Who's going to bring the noise this season outside of the first pick, Tyler Smith? He says he's going with Deron Bland, CB out of Fresno Street. Or Fe- Fresno, Street. <laughs> yeah, Fresno State. Fresno, Fresno State. Uh, you heard you heard it here first. So okay, Eric okay. saying um, Bland's his uh, pick out of the rookie draft class. Who do you guys think is we'll going to? We'll let the guest kick off. Who do you who do you got, Paul, for the the rookie draft class kicking off? I've got a really interesting Matisse Matisse uh, Brown. Yep. Oh, so Bell Bell. Yeah, Bell's, 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 Bell's been. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's undrafted too, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's undrafted. I, 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 See all the mock drafts I did like previously before I had them like coming into the seventh round, like early seventh round, and I was over the moon that we got him undrafted. Same with um, the center from Boston. Oh yeah, uh, he's huge. Linderbaum or Lindstrom. Sorry, Linderbaum's the one that got in the first round, and Lindstrom's yeah, the undrafted dude. Yeah, that that's a good pick. Marquise Bell was really like I really like the look him. I think he will definitely make the team and stuff like that. Six two. And also, he can bring some good uh, help to the special teams as well. Yeah, look but, at him, six two two twelve. Imagine that coming across the middle, taking your head off. Like that's a big yeah, dude. That's a big safety, man. I wouldn't want it. You wouldn't yeah. want it. That's a big safety. What do you got, AJ? Who who are you thinking out of the draft class? Um, <clears throat> you know what? I think Tolbert has a lot of. Damn uh, it! Yeah, that's what I'll get. That issue going last. I know. I'll I'll, dude, I'll figure it out. But I think my reason is that I think he has been given opportunity with injuries and so it's like shit or get off the pot if you can come in and start fucking start playing football start <laughs> fucking and, and playing some fucking. football just get in there and start fucking you know? all right i want you to i want you boys to get in there and just start fucking okay <laughs> all right dq uh dq's gonna- losing his mind again so you're thinking you think it and tolbert has had a great camp he took the top off of uh i just think he has the opportunity man i think yep. i think i think it's just yeah, yeah, he made a really yeah. good, nice wide open, wide open touchdown during the late part of the scrimmage yesterday. Guys, so he's he's a, looked, and that's probably the really best. Good. That's probably I, 
and you can argue with me here if you guys want, I think wide receiver coming out of college is a spot that you can come in and possibly have less of an adjustment period. Yeah. If they put you on certain routes, right? Like there's going to yeah. be that adjustment, but I feel like if you have the talent, if you have the physical ability. Well, the rules of the NFL definitely um, allow you to like transition smoothly. Yeah, I, that's, I think wide receiver or pot, I think running backs probably easier than wide receiver, but I feel like they're both up there. I think it's it's really hard. It's a really kind of weird one to kind of say because it depends on the scheme and it depends on the terminology of the playbook because every play has its own different call names. Like whether it's like, well, but when I play, we use actual team names to rectify our uh, what plays we're going to do. But some other team does everything different. They do maybe call signs or pictures or whatever not. So players need to readjust on how they're going to pick up what their assignment is and not just that then execute it. So it's all those factors do play into account as well. But then you just need to have coach Al Pacino say, go, go deep. I'm sorry, the chicken was a little dry. <laughs> Ad, who, are you, who are you looking for? You know any of these plays? So it, it might be a little bit... Uh, uh, cliche? Cliche to it say. It can't be first round. Can't be no, it's not. Tyler Smith. Can't. No, no, it's not Tyler Smith. Uh, Sam. Sam Williams? I think game recognizes yeah. game. So Micah, Micah talking about Sam being strong and impressed by him. Like, I... I don't think that's just fluffing the Twitter sphere. Like I think he's. I think he's porn. There's no. There's no point. There's no. There's no point for him to just start no, saying it if he doesn't no. think it. I mean, I, I. I think that somebody like Micah Parsons, who is very much like he, he wants the best on the field. He thinks he's the best. He has the attitude of, uh, of like you know some top tier. His mental aptitude is the same as some of the great athletes that you read about mm. right so that michael parson sees him as ha, himself as the best out there so mm-hmm. for him to recognize i think sam's gonna probably show up pretty, real sees real yeah game recognizes game and sam williams is a great i think that's a good choice i'm going with someone undrafted and who and i'm gonna stick to special teams because special teams has been a huge issue uh for the cowboys for the last fucking i don't know since i've been a fan uh, I, I think Turpin I've, new for me, yeah. I've watched Turpin uh, In practice Not live obviously But I've watched how fast this little dude is And I think if he can Get some shots at punt returning And kickoff return Maybe we get a little Devin Hester-esque uh, really? Situation If Even if you get a, uh, a, a funny 50th they of Devin Right? Like, it's, we need it. it. it I was going to say, it's like, I I, te- I totally see him being like a mixture of a Ryan Switzer and Devin Hester. Totally. Like, that, that slight, like, size of Ryan Switzer, but with the pure speed of Hester. I thought Switzer yeah. was going to be good for us. I yeah, really well, did. I, mean, I, I really did as well. I really the, did. But if we, could, go, get, if we could get one year out of him, like a Hester, because Hester, after that, like, one year, no, where he no, kind no, of blocked no, no, out. He, uh, no, he should, Hester, should, Hester should be in the Hall of Fame for he being a special be. team. Devin Hester will be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, dude. Every team he's been with in special teams, he's always caused mayhem has all he's all retired now oh yeah he's been retired yeah. For, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but what i mean even couple, if we get, couple years now yeah yeah but even if we get one year out of turpin the way that hester like it, and then people start knowing who well like his you said his sets. rookie hester's rookie year will never happen again no exactly no. that's like, what i'm saying if, like, if you could get half you, of that no, no one knew 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 what they were coming up yeah. against and it's like every fucking game he was blasting it, you in the face. It felt like that. It the felt like that. Where that AJ wants to blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. I, I, I might want to change my answer from Bell. I actually am very curious to see John Ridgeway play. Uh, that's really too. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, just, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can we get Ant's answer, answer in first and then you make well, that Ant, comment? Ant already, so. Ant already said Trippin. Yeah, oh, said oh Trippin. you said, okay. But now we're going we're gonna to get our guest Paul's answer. Yes. You, Paul, right here, who do you want to see? 
I would really like to see John Bunch Yeah, 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 yeah. Like JR. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the vanilla gorilla. So on that note, uh, we got basically some finally Cowboys footballs back this Saturday. We're all jacked up. We are going to be live streaming. No, we don't show the game. We can't. We'll get banned on YouTube, but we will be here live uh, reporting on it, and I very loosely say reporting. No, if you want to <laughs> chop it up and watch yeah, the game with watch fans, and, and, see, and you know what? Uh, when stuff uh, comes down the field and, and, and interceptions happen and you want to see uh, someone vape out or, or possibly start shocking <laughs> some beers, that's where that's where it is. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're, we're diehard fans here. Paul, we appreciate having you on. We'd love to have you all on again. You're super intelligent. You're a diehard fan. That's what we love. For the bandwagon boys, Paul over in Scotland and your boy Ant, we're out until Saturday. AJ, play this stupid I'm intro trying song. To, I, I'm trying to get out and to play the intro song. Well, that's not it. I'm sure that I can't see it. I can't see it. I forgot that Alex didn't. There it is. <laughs> I forgot about that. I just, I, just, I just want to say, guys, thanks for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hell yeah. I'd love to come, come back again. That's awesome. Hey, oh, have you on. Paul, we will 100% Paul, have dude, you on. Anytime. Anytime. I don't know why we're not letting you say I know. I know. We just kind of. Like, we're like, hey, okay, we're going to go. Actually, Paul, hey, don't cut, talk. It, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Okay. Paul, let's hear some closing statements. Cut. It out. You guys Paul, fucked. You guys fucked up the outro. Paul, so we're bad anyways. Paul, we're gonna give you thirty minutes to do your closing statements. <laughs> no, for, no, for real. And Paul, uh, we'll link it in the description post app for uh, if anybody who's uh, tuned in and they and they want to follow you on any of the social channels. Best place to listen to you chat. We'll we'll toss it just in the description. It, just send it to me. I'll, I'll yeah, put it on the next yeah, one. Yep. No. No. No worries, man. But uh, why don't shout you? Yeah. Give whatever shoutouts you want to do right now. We uh, appreciate you having on this episode. Oh, uh, th- again, thanks again for having me on, guys. So just a big shout out to the UK Cowboys fans and also blogging the boys and basically everybody out there who just who's a Cowboys fan, pretty much, because end of the day, we are the best fans in the world. Hell not yeah. just America, yeah. but, but, but worldwide. Worldwide. And it is legit from, 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 worldwide. Legit. Like from, 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 ca- from Canada to the UK to Japan to everywhere. Like, everywhere. We are the world's team. Hey, y'all. Yeah, not America's team. The world's oh, the world's team. There you go, podcast. This is just an American affiliate cap. So that's when one of you guys is supposed to push the button. There, there we go. Hey. hey, we're working on outros. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks everyone for joining us. We'll be here Saturday live. We'll be streaming. here Saturday. Come join us with for that live stream. I'm gonna get vaped up. Woo! Are we off? Cause I gotta piss so fucking bad. <laughs>